0: Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday, because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace for Grieving Moms. Before I get into the episode, I do want to um, preface it by saying that this is going to be a difficult episode. It's going to be difficult for me to record. It might be difficult for you to listen to. It's going to be a little bit heavier and darker, or maybe a lot heavier and darker, than my other episodes. But I feel that it's extremely necessary, and it's time to go there. I titled this episode, When the Darkness Threatens, for a very special reason. You know, we're heading into the holidays, or we're in the holidays. This will be released on December 8th. So we've had Thanksgiving in Canada and the United States, and we are, what, will be like two and a half weeks from Christmas when this episode airs. Hanukkah is somewhere between now and Christmas. This might be your first set of holidays without your child or other loved one. It might be the second. It might be the 12th. But this time of year makes your grief more intense. The pain is more palpable and more visceral. And then of course, this year, as I'm recording this, it's 2020 and we're dealing with COVID and a lot of places are starting to, or already have implemented tighter lockdown restrictions. There's no telling what this Christmas season will look like for families. Also, at this time of year, a lot of people in the Northern Hemisphere are affected by what's known as SAD or seasonal affective disorder. And let me say, most people think of people in the Northern part of the United States and Canada when they hear that term. What I believe is that it can affect anyone, anywhere, because the days are shorter, there's a lot more darkness, and the weather tends to be gloomier, whether it snows where you live or not. So even if you live in, say, Miami or Southern California, where I was born and raised, the change of seasons affects us anyway. But this time of year in particular, because of all the things I mentioned, plus we just had a lunar eclipse, we're about to have a solar eclipse, and then we have the, um, the winter equinox. So all these energies are going on. And it just weighs on us in such a different way. So I already had this episode in mind, and I'm actually recording this just two days before it's going to air, which is, I've done a few episodes, um, you know, a couple days before they air, but I tend to do them a few weeks out. But this one came to me over the past week, reading a lot of posts on Facebook especially in groups for grieving mothers. And this morning, I knew I was going to record this today. And when I checked in on Facebook, I read a post by a woman, a mom, and I'm going to read it. I, re- I got her permission to read this. I'm not going to mention her name or what group this was in, but her post simply said, I'm upset I woke up again. I really don't want to be here that touched my heart and my soul so deeply. How many of you can relate to that feeling? I get it. I can relate to it. You know, having worked with other grieving moms over the past, well, almost a year now, um, I know that a lot of you are going through other things on top of the loss of your precious child or other loved one, if you're listening and you don't have a child in spirit. But I know that a lot of you have lost other significant people in your lives. Um, You know, there are some people who have lost more than one child. Um, There's a beautiful woman that I'm friends with on Facebook who's in my Facebook group named Anna, and her son, Jose Luis, was shot and killed in Pennsylvania a year And a month ago, not even a month ago, um, November of 2019, and three months later, one of her other sons went to spirit too and is now with his brother, Jose Luis. So within three months, two of her sons went to spirit. Meanwhile, she's going through cancer treatment. I know another woman whose child went to spirit a couple of months ago, her husband is currently ill. I know another one who went through cancer treatment shortly after her child went to spirit. So we're dealing we're often dealing with many layers of life and grief and life circumstances that are less than ideal. And all of those things. And and mm, let me back up a little bit. Whether you have other things on top of losing a child or not, the mere fact that you have a child in spirit is enough to get you to the point that I'm about to talk about. Um, It's just that in some situations, the grief is compounded by other of life circumstances. After Greg passed away, uh, my family went through another, mm, I'll call it a situation or yeah, I guess situation is the best way to describe it. It lasted about a year and a half. I'm not going to go into the details, but it was something that we had to deal with and navigate. It was excruciatingly painful. And a year ago at this time, I honestly was done with my life. I didn't care. I didn't want to I didn't want to keep doing this. That's probably the the simplest way to say it. Now let me say that there had been other times and I don't have notes for this episode so I'm speaking from my heart. Usually I have bullet points, I have an outline um today I don't. So if I ramble, I apologize. But even you know a few days a few weeks a few months into Greg's passing You know, there were times driving home from my older son's house or from a friend's house or wherever I'd been where, you know, I was driving on um, Interstate 75 in Atlanta, which is a major thoroughfare. I mean, 75 runs from Florida up to Michigan. Um, So it's a major, major freeway. And there were times driving on that road where if my car had crashed, I wouldn't have cared as long as nobody else was hurt. There were days where, you know, there were nights I'd go to sleep and I honestly didn't care if I woke up the next day or not. There were days where I would count the minutes and the hours until I could go to bed again just to escape the living hell that I was, that was now my life. In saying that, let me be very clear. I never ever was contemplating ending my life. But if my life had ended naturally or through an accident I really didn't care. The only reason I cared, the only reason I didn't drive my car into the concrete barrier, the concrete divider on 75 was because of my other son, my older son and his family. That's just the truth. And I know that there are a lot of moms who can relate to that, but I never ever contemplated doing anything intentionally. I know that there are some moms who do contemplate that. I do know some who have actually tried. I also understand that. Because that Sunday, one week before Christmas last year, I was at that point. I was on my knees because of the pain of the holidays, the first Christmas without Greg, this other situation that my family was being put through. And in that moment on my knees, I realized that I had a choice. I realized that I'm still here. And I realized that I needed to find a reason bigger than myself to want to stay in this life, to have the desire to stay in this life. That's when the idea for this podcast was birthed and so if you're in that space i promise you that there's a reason you're still here it's up to you to find that reason it might be that you have other children who need you or grandchildren or a spouse or a parent or or a beloved pet the first step is to give yourself permission to cry To scream, to grieve. And then you have to give yourself permission to live. Often we feel that we have to punish ourselves because our child is no longer here. And one of the ways we punish ourselves is by remaining in the deep, deep pit of grief. And let me be real clear here I'm not talking about. When you are in the very early days, weeks, or months of your grief journey, if you're in the first several months of this, you're going to be in deep grief. You're going to be numb. The shock is going to um, kind of provide you with a protective blanket. Let yourself experience that and don't think there's anything wrong with you. But at some point you have to choose. And you have to give yourself permission, permission to cry, permission to scream and to grieve. And then you have to give yourself permission to live. You have to find a purpose for your life. You have to find meaning for your life now. Is your life what you envisioned or what you want? Of course not. But it's the reality of where you are now. And only you can choose what your life is like from this point forward. I encourage you to choose you. Choose your child. Choose your other children, your grandchildren. Choose love. Choose grace. You know, at some point, I don't remember if it was last year or earlier this year, but I had this really strong... um, awareness, this knowing. That's what it was. It was this knowing. And it was that whenever I take my last breath in this life, whenever that is, and I cross over and I see Greg again, I want him to look at me and say, wow, mom, look what you did after I left. Look what you did after the worst pain that you as a human being as a mom, as a human mom, as my mom could ever have gone through, you still got up, you still showed up, and you still lived a life that was filled with meaning, even with the pain and the grief. That's what I want to hear from him. So what is that for you? What meaning are you going to make out of your life from this point forward? so that you don't stay in that really deep, dark, dark place. This is not an easy journey. We know that. So be kind and be gentle with yourself. Again, especially if you are in the early days, the first year, however long it is for you, it's different for everyone. But you choose. Every single day, you choose. Because here's the thing. You are your child's legacy. So what will you choose to make his or her legacy mean? the way I look at it, that's my role now as Greg's mom. And I believe from the very depths of my soul that it's your role as your child's mom. If you find yourself struggling to find meaning, to find your purpose, I can help you find it. You can email me anytime at info at and I'm happy to set up a free 15-minute chat to see if I can assist you on this journey. But I encourage you, if you are in that dark, dark place at this time of year or any time of year, reach out to someone. My Facebook group is a safe, confidential group filled with love and guidance and support. If you're a grieving mom, please join us. I'll leave a link in the show notes below. If you're not a grieving mom, please go and like my Facebook page for the podcast because I share, I'm starting to share a lot more things on that page that can assist you on this journey of grief. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes as well. And if you are in the darkest of places, please reach out for professional mental health help. We can get to a point where we need professional help. There is no shame in that at all. None. I reached out for mental health help last year in September. So it was about eight months in eight or nine months into this journey because I knew I was in a low level depression and I knew I needed the help. If you need to see a therapist or a counselor or call a crisis hotline, I highly encourage you to put a crisis hotline phone number in your cell phone, in your, I don't know if they're called favorites or whatever it's called, so that you have it right there if you need it. I know the pain that, this, that the entire year can bring, but especially at this time of year. And I'd like to leave you with this. You are loved. You are needed. You are cherished. And you matter. I might not know you personally. So how can I say that, right? You might be thinking, asking yourself that question. Here's why I know that. Because you're still here. You are a beautiful, precious, important soul. You incarnated to be here at this time. You are still here in this life. And as long as you are, You have a purpose. So again, if you would like help finding that purpose, finding a way to make your life mean something again, please reach out to me. I'm happy to try to help you. And if you do find yourself at the lowest point, reach out for mental health help or to a crisis hotline. Until next week. I'm sending you much love and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Grief with Grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at, at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.